back to another ESL podcast. Man, I'm your crazy host, Arsenio, as usual. Oh, my God, I almost died. And you know what? We're going to be talking about charity. Guys, you heard my rant in the, la- the previous podcast. You know, again, looking at how much I am such a giver out there. I'm a person who loves to constantly give, give, give. See, I don't care so much about remuneration because I already know the effects that I've had on people's lives. And I already know that the money is going to come. But it's not about the money, it's about the legacy. It's about the change. It's about when my passing comes, that my legacy and the symbolism and the ideology that I've lived by is forever. And that's what we're gonna be listening today in this. We're gonna be listening about how our acts of kindness is everything, or as or are they as straightforward as they seem? It's gonna be a lot of note taking that's gonna be happening here for you, IELTS folks. You guys will be able to match some of these definitions and missing pieces to the reading. Again, I'm hoping to put the reading on. Uh, what is it on my blog coming up soon? I'm trying to get all my writing done within the last two hours of the evening, evening from like six to. Eight and then do my little nightly routine, but you know what? I get a little bit lazy. But nonetheless, guys, are you ready for this? I really do hope that this plays through uh, because last time was a complete disaster. So without further ado, let's get into this. Are our acts of kindness as straightforward as they seem? It's a bitterly cold morning as you set off to meet your friend, and the coins in your pocket are sufficient for a hot chocolate. As you turn the corner with a cafe in sight, you spot a very thin young boy shivering in a torn and dirty t-shirt. Would you avert your eyes and rush past? Or might you act in a more altruistic way, despite the fact that this child is unknown to you, Mm. and buy the hot drink for him instead? Okay, real quick, altruism is basically sacrificing yourself to preserve life for someone else. This is very well known in the ant kingdom. They do this. I don't know what type of ants uh, that do this, but again, I remember hearing this TOEFL IBT uh, listening, and it was about altruism and how animals do this too. However, are human beings like this? Well, I would have to say maybe about 10% of the population perhaps in the world does this. And you see this a lot in movies and that type of symbolism, especially what will smith did in his role in the movie seven pounds one of the most extraordinary movies ever if you guys have netflix you can watch that very easily put the subtitles on learn some english audio and reading and i hope you guys get blown away because that movie reduced me to tears and it changed my entire outlook on life and that ended up reshaping my entire 2009 heading into australia so with that being said let's get back into this no more rants Don't worry, that was just a little beep. The other person said he was stressed out and was dealing with personal issues. But my friend knew their tutor had warned him not to let personal problems impede his academic goals. Eventually, her altruistic traits won through, and she told him he could take the credit as well as her, but that he would have to hurry up and sort his life out. Although similar dilemmas have existed since time immemorial, The term altruism was coined by Auguste Comte, the French philosopher and father of sociology in 1851. 
He defined it as intentional action, ultimately for the welfare of others, that entails at least the possibility of either no benefit or a loss to the actor. Displays of niceness have an underlying selfish motive, according to this school of thought. For example, in the second scenario above, it may be a case of, you scratch my back, then I scratch yours. And by donating a drink to the child, are you just stroking your own ego? While these arguments are nothing new, with the dawn of the digital age, the controversy has grown. But let's start with a belief that is rarely contested. Many people claim that modern technology has made the world a smaller place and has eliminated international borders. Although some will respond to these in weary resignation, others, refusing to feel powerless, will want to take action. But which action? I was recently introduced to a man who had once jumped on a plane to help out in a region severely affected by flooding. We'll call him John. He said he had been deeply moved by the people's plight and had wanted to do something proactive. Oh, I hate that beep. However, he was soon brought down to earth, realizing that in a disaster zone, he was a useless bystander. Mm. As we talked, he confessed that he lacked any specialist training or skills, but this had only occurred to him in hindsight. His heart had been in the right place, but he had ended up eating food that could have been handed out to local people and requiring medical attention from doctors that were already overwhelmed. Online campaigning appears to offer an alternative approach. It's easy to believe you can be a catalyst for change without looking up from your laptop. In the digital age, we can watch videos of our favorite celebrities protesting against injustice, click on like to endorse a worthy cause, tweet 140 characters about a humanitarian crisis, and generate viral slogans from hashtags. But what does this accomplish? Mm. According to relief agencies, there is plenty of goodwill, but a dearth of donations, possibly a result of charity fatigue. Indeed, it was estimated that donations fell by 20% last year. Then the concern that your money won't end up in the right place Ooh. is a deterrent. Ooh. Just as the motives for altruism can sometimes be questionable, you can also be rendered powerless by questions about how best to show it. And this is why, that is the end. And this is why I believe it is so unbelievably important to understand where you are giving your good graces to. Like this Red Cross charity blood donations, I want to know exactly what body in the world my blood goes in. Could you put a QR code, a barcode? So therefore, when you scan it and you give it to that individual in the likes of Gabon or in Benin, I get a notification saying, hey, your blood has just been given to uh, uh, blah, 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 blah of Benin at this time. But who knows? They probably just dump it away. 
I mean, I know how a lot, uh, you, you know what? And a lot of people, you know, here in Thailand, they take advantage of the entire situation, especially, um, what is it with online social media being such a, a heinous world in this country? Let me give you an example. When the rampant shooting rampage happened in a place that I should at this time be living at, a place called Kodat at the beginning of this year before the entire coronavirus had completely swept this world right off its feet. There were fake accounts that went online and started saying, please go to the hospitals, blood donations. We need blood donations. We need blood donations. You get herds among herds, hundreds among maybe thousands of individuals showing up to hospitals. And these hospitals just say, no, we don't need blood. We don't need blood. What are you talking about? We don't need blood. See, they've just been what we call in America bamboozled. That means they've been fooled. Now, Again, heart's in the wrong place. We're going back to, again, why are donations falling from 20% the previous year? Because a lot of people don't know if their money's going to end up in the right place. And that ends up being a deterrent. Got it? Now, online campaigning. We know how social media was weaponized by trolls online back in 2016, which ultimately gave Trump the election. Right? I still don't understand the 51 versus 49 million votes. I don't care about electoral colleges, all the process and whatnot. But again, online campaigning, does that really help? Does it really help? Powerful message in hearing people say things. I'm going to give you one real quick. Now, online campaigning in the political world is completely different, right? But I think there was a time at one point that Donald Trump was making fun of Joe Biden because he stuttered sometimes or he stuttered when he was younger. That is, oh my God, that's, that's terrifying. You know what I mean? Like you, you can't, that's, 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 oof. oh, you know what I mean? So a powerful video like that. Okay. But again, going back to the weaponization of social media, they would make these troll, these, these trolls would make these fake pages and they would end up creating this content that would turn Americans against each other. And as you can see right now, it's crazy, isn't it? So online campaign, it doesn't really have, does it really work? Now, going to a world, okay, getting away from the, I, I, I hate po politics, that's all circle of concern. I have no control over that. Just stay away from me. I know what I represent as an individual, and I know that I have my ability and the ability to aspire millions around the world. So, get away from me, circle of concern. I focus on my influence. Now, going back to the business realm side of it, what used to be in Facebook and Instagram, what used to be very, very good in terms of Getting in front of the faces of people that actually need your services is no more. Two years ago, the algorithms were phenomenal. I could post a hashtag and so many different people from around the world would like my stuff. All of a sudden, it changed. And now you have to pay to get your ad and whatever you're selling in front of fake profiles. And so it's, it's, it just stinks. It stinks a lot. But guess what? The TikTok algorithms are starting to go down now too. You know, even with the Facebook group, if you have like 1 million people who are in your group, only about a thousand people are going to see your stuff. Why? Facebook makes it an oath. No, we're not going to show this. No, absolutely not. You know what I mean? So it's very, very disheartening stuff. However, YouTube isn't like that. But again, YouTube is kind of deplatforming people based on free speech. So in saying that, Guys, charity, going back to the main focus of this, charity, charity, 
charity. <sighs> you know, I've done some charity before. Um, you know, when I was uh, teaching at a very small school on the outskirts of uh, Muang, which is like a small district in Nakonsi Tamanat, the main district, not too far away, about 20, 25 minutes away from the Nakonsi Tamanat Airport in the south of Thailand. And there were these little schools scattered around the areas. And it was always like, what this, what that, what Prasi Mahatat, which is like one of the main, uh, what is it? Uh, one of the main temples out here in Thailand that just got a train station, which is so cool. Uh, or going back to uh, Wat Pramahatat school, right? I just linked back up with one of my students who was in, uh, oh my God, sixth grade at the time. And all of a sudden I saw her like one of my posts and I'm like, oh my God. Where are you? Oh my God, I'm going to be going to university next year, teacher. I miss it. Perfect English. I said, oh, bless your heart, Netflix. But in saying that, where I used to work, a very rural area, very, very rural, right? You didn't have a 7 Eleven for miles. There was a stretch of road that was about 12 miles long. You can't walk down that road, okay? Uh, because again, who knows what comes out of those bushes out there? And the snakes and the centipedes and millipedes out here are ferocious, all right? But in that area, there was Wat Kanaram School. There was Wat Prat Pang School. These are places that, yeah, I would get a very, very small amount of money, but I did it more for the students. A school with 70 students, with 10 students with learning disabilities, such as autism. And every time I asked the student a question, he's like, yes. And, I, and, I would, and you know, when he got it correct, we would all cheer, yay. And he'd jump up and go, yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? That was... <sighs> that was more charity work for me. I've done this on so many occasions. When I left that place, and I still keep in touch with one of the teachers, uh, it looks like they have all grown up. I am so grateful that I've been able to leave, you know, that footprint on their lives. And that hopefully that they'll see me and come around me and see me, I don't know, down the line, and I see them again. You know, the likes of Bam Bam, Carrot, Cream. These are all their nicknames, of course, here in Thailand. But the money was nothing for me. You know what I mean? I didn't care about that. And it was very, very little. I cared about just like making English fun for them, playing the likes of dodgeball and having systematic approaches to playing games and doing this and all oh, just activities. And I still had that. What was it? I posted a video uh, not too long ago on my Instagram of me, you know, uh, oh my God, doing the chicken dance. Oh my God, I was a fool back then. Oh, good times, man. But that's charity work. Now, of course, I've been writing down in my goals list every day uh, in terms of me going to Bolivia and helping some of these people who have some of the most dangerous treks in the world. These students who have to trek through the Amazons, through the Amazon rainforest. Uh, who knows what the elevation is? Maybe, foot, what, 200 to 500 feet. Three hours one way, three hours back. If they get trapped, they end up dying in the forest. <sighs> Strawberry frogs. Those frogs, poison dart frogs. You guys know about them? The yellow, blue, green, red. They'll kill you in two seconds. Um, but they do that. For what? An education. An education is very important out there. And they would always say, no, I want to wanna get an education so I can become a doctor and get my mom out of here. That that's, a, that's one of the most powerful whys ever, you know? But it's not getting their mom out of a place where circumstantial problems exist. 
such as like Queensboro projects out there in New York or living in the area I used to live in in Las Vegas. Yeah, I heard gunshots, but I wasn't part of those gunshots. I have nothing to do with those gunshots. And you're not going to include me with those gunshots. We had a choice. And so that's what I ultimately want to do with my message and what I am spreading around the world. So in saying that, there are so many other things. There's the A, B, C, D, E, F, okay? You can match that with the paragraphs that you just heard in the audio, as well as the underline, I'm hoping that I actually could get this done, uh, in terms of bystander, in hindsight, uh, a dearth, plight, contested, immemorial, immemorial, since time immemorial. Oh my God, I hate saying that word. But there are definitions for that. So in terms of that, guys, think about it. Think about it. I'm going to leave you with this. What social media campaigns do you know that, that have made a difference? I've seen some videos here in Thailand, insurance. I know a lot of you probably know about this too. The insurance videos out here in Thailand, powerful beyond belief. Or, you know, listening to, uh, you know, I remember seeing that back in 2014. Thailand has the strongest message in terms of like insurance. Like insanity beyond belief. You you won't see that in America. I don't remember seeing one memorable commercial in America. But um, and to what extent do you agree in terms of you know other countries volunteering and you know helping other countries? You know, I think just giving, 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 such as what I'm doing, that's fantastic. Obviously, the remuneration is beginning to show. But if you go to a poor country. And there are 500 people wanting food. Okay, you could give them food, but you have to give them teachings how to make their own food. Irrigation systems to somehow set up water to get water inside into the inner, you know, the, the inner area so that they could, you know, start watering crops and grow their own food. That's far more powerful. Again, remember my quote, give a man a fish, he'll eat for today. Teach a man how to fish. Oh, that's what we're aiming for. And that's what I'm aiming for. So in saying that, guys, clarity matters. That is the end of this podcast. If you guys have any questions, please let me know. Get in touch with me. By the way, I've been seeing people. This is like the third time over the last X amount of days, weeks. I can't remember. But you got, there are some people that are, are they're, they're, they're signing up with my Calendly. But the problem is your guys' emails are, they're non-existent, okay? So make sure that you give me the correct email because if you sign up and the next thing you know, I get your email and I'm trying to message you back and I can't get in touch with you, well, how can I send you the Zoom link? So make sure you got a proper email because, man, I got to get in front of you guys. I would love to be more than happy to talk to all of you folks out there and it's to see if I could provide you with any service in any way I can. So in saying that, guys, stay tuned for more. I'm your crazy host as usual. Over and out.